0: Hey, folks, this is the guy, Chad, and you are listening to a DogCast Studio podcast. You catch new episodes of the Turnbuckle Report every Wednesday. You can listen to us on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podomatic, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. Follow our shows on Facebook or Twitter. and Stay healed, baby.
1: Folks, to another episode of The Turn, Buckle Report. Good morning, as our morning edition on a Saturday recording has... You're here with us, the coffee is warm. It's not it's a little coconut creamer, by the way. Zero calorie coconut creamer. Not bad stuff. With me today, the guy, Chad. What's up, bro?
0: Hey, why don't you go on down to aewshop.com and get yourself a micro brawler, one of the old classic Surfer sting... Microballers, you need to go and get one and pre order one today because I did, and that's my daily endorsement, even though we are not sponsored by them.
1: Back to you. Well, back to our current sponsors. The dog cast father himself has graced himself on the show today. Thank you, kind sir. Welcome.
2: Mm, yes, thank you for having me. Um, <laughs> <sighs>
1: Very nice, very nice, I, very well spoken, by the way, and, and that, that's really I, what you bring to the show. You're I rehearsed
2: very well it. Yeah, I, re- I rehearsed that actually.
1: You need a haircut, though, my friend. You need I know. Haircut, I'm doing my that right haircut. after the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I brought that up because uh, you know you're you're basically cutting our date time off because you got to shampoo your hair. My and uh, I'm my, just saying, uh, I was a st- I was a stud back on the date game, man, and I never heard that shit.
2: Uh-uh. My. Hair is getting maybe a little teddy long. (laughs) Player, player.
1: (laughs) He was bald. That man was bald. That
2: man was bald.
1: Oh, guys. We had an exciting week in wrestling this week. We certainly did. But nothing's more exciting than uh, the people's host being a handyman. And that's right. This may be weird to bring up on the show today, but I'm kind of proud of myself. Chad, you and I have had some conversation offline that... um, you know, I wasn't I wasn't much of a handy man growing up. It took buying a house. It took buying a house to be able to do some of these things. You have totally re- reinvented it, renovated a house and uh, built bathrooms and shit. Very impressive, by the way. Very impressive. Um, I replaced the sink faucet. <laughs> and I feel pretty badass about it, to be honest. There's nothing
0: like owning an old-ass home teaching you how to renovate it. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you... If you're broke-ass, you don't have any money, and your ceiling's falling down, and you only have one choice, you can either continue living in it as it is, (laughs) or you can fix it. And I decided to go the latter. I fixed it myself, and it still fell
1: down. I feel so accomplished. Mm -hmm. Good job. Good job. Let me frame this for you, no pun intended. I have had this leaky faucet for a while, and it's been driving me crazy. And uh, I finally go out and I get a faucet because, as you know, it's uh, COVID, and you can't find anything. You know, so I was lucky to find a faucet. Oh my god, everything's bare shelves again, man.
0: Oh, it's 2020 yeah, gonna, all over
1: again. I'm gonna blame. I'm gonna blame. I'm gonna blame China for this one, just for no apparent reason. Just China, just because I think I feel like I feel like this is China's fault. Um, Wait, you can't talk so about find the dead that way. <laughs>
0: Listen, I thought we learned our lesson from last week with the blue blazer. You can't blame China for this. She didn't cause COVID. Mhm. I oh, know. That's true. That was,
1: you know what? That's uh, a good one. That's a good that was a stretch, but it was a good mm-hmm. one. It, it was, was a hard one. stretch too. Like I had that rubber band yeah. lo- like fucking at its I love max. how you're like staring into the mic yeah. to make sure I was we hoping you guys China. caught on too. I was looking at both of you like <laughs>
2: <laughs> Yeah, she was definitely <laughs> <I'm really> used <laughs> to the hard stretch.
1: <laughs> oh. Nice follow up. <laughs> uh He's really good at these things. I mean, it's it's like you're picking a fight with a bulldog. You know what's going to happen, right? So anyway, I uh, <clears throat> I find this faucet and I I go I go replace it, and come to find out that the original faucet, the you know when you thread the the uh, the pipes back on the pipe, yeah, the water pipes, the hoses, when you thread them back on, the original ones were a little crooked, so it kind of rethreaded itself. Ooh. It was quite the challenge, but I, I completed it. I did it. The best part of this whole story is uh, I did that last night. The first thing I tell my wife when I wake up this morning is, uh, How did that faucet work for you? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. You're welcome. You're welcome. I basically Tim Allen that thing. Oh, oh, really? Oh, oh, oh. That's what he did. Man. So you sit outside wonder. and look
2: through the gate? Hey, neighbor, (laughs) how's that fussy coming? (laughs) That didn't work, so you had to switch characters. You became Al.
0: (laughs) I feel like that's like your father-in-law. I'm proud of myself. He built a fence
1: purposefully just so he could look over it to to spy on you and see what you're doing. No, my father-in-law, is um, he probably built a fence just to jump over it, but uh, that's neither here nor there. He is a lovely human being lovely human being i don't get the joke he's hispanic oh uh-oh uh, <laughs> <laughs> i mean come on we're talking uh, about China. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think that very, yes. is my hair I look okay in the I, camera uh, fellas hair looks wonderful no i love him love him god bless great human beings um knows how to handle a fence Man, I'll tell you, <laughs> Dynamite was spectacular. It was spectacular. I think Rampage
0: was good too, man. I think both shows were pretty solid this week, and that's uh, usually not the case. Usually, it's one or the other. But this week was a solid week of AEW. I was happy.
1: It was. And before before we start, you know, doing our proverbial uh, blowjob to AEW. There is a little bit of news here: MLW suing the WWE once again. Vince McMahon's tied up in litigation.
0: The WWE all
1: over again. Breaking news from the dogcast father himself, Josh. What do you got on this? Get
2: this: They're suing the WWE because they feel like. I mean, to make a long story short. They're feeling like the WWE is trying to poach talent and become a monopoly in the business. The problem is they're not going to be the first, probably, or last person to try to sue WWE for doing this. They've been doing this since the 60s. So I don't really Mm. think anything's going to come from it. But I think what we did get from that, though, is the WWE now opening the forbidden door and having people come over for the Royal Rumble. So they could be like, what do you mean? We, We partner up with people. Look, we just did it at the Rumble. (laughs) <laughs> Millions of people. <laughs> we just did it. it was Millions. Listen to me. Millions of people have told me that we don't like to partner up. Fake news. Okay? I'm <laughs> having Mickey James come over with your belt, okay? So I, we'll I, I believe back, that's what kind of pushed the door to that.
0: Yeah. It's not really like a I true forbidden door crossover. I mean, Mickey James is WWE through and through. Like, that's just like hiring your somebody that already works for you to say you work for another company to come back and wrestle for us pretending like you wrestle for somebody else that's what the fans are saying online what they want to see is Britt baker and the aew championship show up on wwe which i don't i don't think is going to happen i think i think wwe is legitimately trying to pretend like aew's not even there they're like they're opening up the doors to Mm -hmm. impact and not aew on purpose because they want to act like look we could have, but we don't want to because you guys aren't cool. Do you with think them.
2: they're trying to steal Impact from AEW because Impact secretly doesn't like that Omega held all their belts forever?
0: I mean, that could happen, right? So then you got Roman Reigns holding every damn title. Uh, it looks like Boy. we're going to get a title unification, which we've been preaching for for like two years now. WWE I think it's finally to th- have This
2: is how that whole meeting went. Okay, listen. I know that you guys didn't there? enjoy when you partnered up with AEW. Yes, it was. <laughs> and. I know you didn't like that Omega held all the belts, but get this: partner with us, and we'll have to do something new. What we'll do is we'll have Roman Reigns. Let me repeat that: hold we'll have Roman belts. Reigns hold all the belts. And what's be different about that is that it won't be Omega; it'll be Roman Reigns.
0: It'll be interesting because what do you think, think that of that? He jumped on. Roman would have to show up on Impact to defend that title and since impact has a you know WW or a aew partnership in some way, John Moxley show that we get a shield reunion out of this Would't that be amazing guys? Wouldn't that be amazing? No no I'm just kidding I have no, no fucking idea where this is gonna go. At a no left idea. field,
2: Impact becomes the number one wrestling company in the world because they're partnering up with AEW
0: and WWE, but they're the only one getting the actual good stuff from it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't think I give a shit if we ever What's see the again? Shield again, but uh, it would be kind of cool to see Roman Reigns show up on Impact to defend the title if he ever had it. I don't know if I don't know if it's ever going to go that far.
1: I hate exactly. that Fucking intro music.
0: I don't know if it's ever so, going to go that far. Well,
1: uh, I don't think we'll see it. I actually tuned in to uh, Impact this week, and it wasn't because I put it on the calendar and decided that this is what I needed in my life. It's because I couldn't sleep, and uh, I noticed it was on, on demand, so I checked it out. They're actually doing some pretty good things. Pretty good things meaning they have everybody from Ring of Honor over there, except for the people that count. Uh, The Briscoes are still, I don't know, fixing their truck in North Carolina or something. (laughs) But... uh, they have not showed up, but uh, bring, uh, Impact wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. I, I, you know, I listened to the, I listened to Busted Open, and they were putting it over like it was the greatest thing. They've, they actually mentioned it was the greatest show of the week. I wouldn't go that far, guys. Slim, simmer down. You're just a little too excited. Yeah, calm down. Cards, but um, calm down. But it wasn't bad. But here's the thing: is you got Mickey James as the knockout champion. And and I'm wondering, you know, she's already she's already said. I mean, she's coming to the Royal Rumble. She's going to be there. We're going to hear the music. She's going to do the the teeny bopper thing. Um, I have always liked Mickey James, so I'm good. I'm good with this. Um, Does she have the impact? Does she have the the Knockouts Championship around her waist on WWE TV? I don't know. That's going to be interesting. But let's not act like this is the first time that Vince McMahon's doing this. And I know I know it's kind of relevant now with the whole MLW lawsuit and everything. But let's not forget that ECW got the same push. Vince McMahon was secretly working with Paul Heyman the entire time. In fact, yeah. feeding him money to keep his promotion open. And we saw many, many times before ECW was closed, we saw those ECW guys. We saw the, the Dudleys. We saw um, Taz. RVD, Tommy Dreamer. We saw all these guys sitting in the crowd, and they were in their ECW stuff, and they'd come out and do a little schmas. And um, so, this isn't the first time. But what, what's interesting about that is it's also the time frame shortly thereafter when Vince McMahon took over the wrestling world and did become a monopoly. So, exactly. You know, I don't, I don't know what the thinking is, other than world domination in the profession, professional wrestling world. Dude, you're hitting but, it out uh, of the park right now. It you're, you're, you're you is interesting. You think history is going to repeat itself? you knocking it out of the park. I, I well, believe so.
0: I, I mean, think about it. What what yeah. has Vince ever done that didn't benefit WWE? Like they're, You know, yeah, with AEW's yeah. crossover with Impact, the, the, the whole idea was they were both going to benefit from this crossover. But what ended up happening was yeah. not that. So they abandoned that whole thing, right? So that we don't see that anymore. The Impact title isn't being defended on Dynamite anymore. We just don't see it because it didn't work out. Vince doesn't do crossovers for both companies to succeed. He does crossovers of, how does this help me? How does this make me better? Like, I could give two shits about your promotion. I'll buy your shit out before I even let you decide you're going to be better than me. So I don't see... That's why I feel like Leland's hitting it out of the park, because I think it's just history repeating itself. We could see Impact being a
1: WWE product. I, I could. I mean, this is what this could mean, but I time will only tell. Well... I mean, the question is, is Vince McMahon working with them behind the scenes
0: already? How smart is that, though? You cut AEW's legs right out from underneath him. Okay, you want to work with Impact, motherfuckers? Well, I'll buy that shit out. Keep working with him. See how that works out. Like, that's how I see Vince. I don't see him as, oh, you guys crossover too? Cool, we'll do it. No, Vince is like, I'll just buy that shit out. I'll cut that shit off right now. We're done. Oh, you want to work with New Japan too? All right. Well, as soon as they are willing to pay me, I will buy that shit out too. Like that's just how I think he thinks. I don't know if Vince has enough money to buy New Japan.
2: New Japan. No, is I, like, I don't think
0: he. I, I'm not saying. That. I'm saying I'm just, that's his. That's his mindset. Like you want to work yeah. with these folks, I'll buy them out before you get a chance to make anything out of that. That's what I think he thinks.
2: Impact Wrestling is yes. a, essentially the the ECW by that third string wrestling show, just like yes, back in yes. the '90s where you had. ECW with WCW and the WWF it's kind of like that third string everybody kind of watches it occasionally it's just kind of different wrestling show and I think that's little, that's what you're getting right now
1: I just hope you know 15 to 20 years from now we're not listening to ultimately a podcast or a radio show or some kind of show with X impact people on it talking about it like it was the holy grail of wrestling like we hear with ECW today, because I'll tell you, it kind of makes me want to throw up sometimes. I get that some good things happen in ECW, but it was not the holy grail. I, I'm sorry. I, I know, we probably have some fans listening to that that really like ECW, but I I was kind of on that extremely crappy wrestling uh, bandwagon. Yeah. Sorry to say. It's, it wasn't very
2: good. Oh, we got, we got somebody flying through a table. Ooh. Oh, barbed wire, <laughs> because...
1: <Ooh. laughs> barbed Fuck. wires and tables.
0: Where's your actual matches? Fuck, we don't have any. We just hit people with fucking glass bulbs. I always wondered if, like mm-hmm. Vince, like let go of all that talent to open up cap space to make a move like this. You always wonder why those moves are made. Why get rid of yeah. a guy like Braun Strowman? Good point. Like, what's going on here? You know, like that always made me wonder. And then when ROH went under. I always kind of saw WWE going after ROH. ROH is the small guy on the totem, totem pole. They would be the first ones you want to attack. They already have a bunch of talent that used to work for WWE already there. Mm-hmm. You let those guys go. Yeah. You open up your camp spa- cap space. You buy that fucking product out. You get that talent back. Like I wondered if that was the kind of mindset that was going into these releases. We'll get them back because we'll buy out this, this promotion that's really tiny. Reabsorb it okay, there's one less crossover AEW can have. Like That's that's literally where I'm going with this. Is I'm just wondering if that's the kind of mindset. Now, the unification belt kind of throws a wrench in that mm-hmm. because if that's the way WWE is going to go, why would they unify the belts just to buy out other promotions? It's kind of a confusing time with WWE right now for me. I, I guess I'm not quite seeing the big picture for them because for a while there we thought they were going to sell out to Disney. And even though NXT might as well be Disney, it didn't really. It's not happening. So it's like, what? What's the big picture? Where are they going? What direction are, is WWE well, headed? Well,
1: hang on. Is is the idea if let's say let's say that this is all based in reality, and this is exactly we have tapped into the mind of Vince McMahon. It, is the motivation to increase viewership on WWE platforms, or is it just simply because he's a billionaire narcissist that wants to squash his competition? It's hard to say. I and don't if, know. If that's, if that's the motivation, that he just wants to squash his competition, then he really... It doesn't matter what he's currently doing because he doesn't care about what their talent, what their supposed talent is going to be able to do on his show. He could care less. He just wants to put them out of business. I feel
0: like that's the direction it was going. And that's been his trend.
1: I felt yeah. like that's where it was going because they built Roman as
0: this powerhouse you know, champion. So he's...
1: Powerhouse Hobbs, yes. Yeah, he's Powerhouse Hobbs,
0: essentially. He's running through everybody. <laughs> he's Powerhouse <laughs> Hobbs. He's the WWE Powerhouse Hobbs,
1: yeah. <laughs>
0: he's, just, he's just running through everybody, right? Uh, exactly. He's Wardlow of WWE, right? So he's just running through every He's powerbombing everyone, CM Punk included.
1: Hell yeah,
0: he is. Uh, I just don't see the big picture, man. I don't see the big picture. I <sighs> AEW is just doing so many good things right now. They'll have some off weeks here and there, but they always fucking bounce back. Am I right? Like, they'll have an off week. We scratch our heads at some of the shit they do. Sometimes we question it. We're like, what the fuck was that, AEW? But then they come back two weeks later and just knock it out of the park again. It's like, okay, maybe we just need to settle down, let them work through their stories, and they'll be just fine. I think we all get a little nervous with AEW, you know, because they're still kind of new. and We're afraid, like, oh, that fuck-up might hurt you later, and it never seems to. So, um yeah, you know, at least I can see their direction. I just can't see WWE's. It's just really weird over there right now.
2: Impact is really striving on running off of old WWE talent, and I think they're getting that from really? AEW. They both have you the know, every same time you strategy. Say that, I
1: disagree. Every time you say that, I disagree. Because I, I don't mean, think AEW is using their WWE talent to. They're not putting titles on these guys. They're using them to get over current roster. And, and homegrown guys. Yeah, look, I mean, they now Lance they are.
0: Archer cut off Adam Cole. We're Adam Cole's the number one contender, and he cut him right off. Like, they didn't push Adam Cole right into a titles match.
2: Yeah, they're they're definitely moving more in that direction. But I mean, if you look at Impact right now, I think all but two of their champions are ex-WWE people that just left. Like, you got the Iconics as the women's tag team champion. You got Mickey James, no, you're right. the female yeah. champion. Yeah, you're right.
0: Yeah, and impact I mean, definitely. AEW not so much, but AEW had. So I,
2: well, I mean, to so to touch back on your point, where is is maybe where we seeing what Vince was doing in ECW, where he secretly, um, going like underneath and partnering up when yeah, he was like a puppet master behind very yeah. B- yeah, I think it's a, it's a very big possibility, and which would if you which would go back to explain. Why they had heat between Mickey James and Vince McMahon with that whole "you got a, a trash bag worth of stuff"? What if that was all work?
1: Oh, what a good point! Oh my. What God, if that, that
2: whole thing point. was just a work to make him think that oh, they're you know there there's clearly not going to be any ties here because that's how they treated Mickey James. We were going to let somebody go mm-hmm. behind the scenes, but we never do. We talk about it, and then all the WWE people go over to Impact and become the champion, so that. And I think the reason why he's doing this, and I think the reason why he did it prior, I think that Vince does that when he knows that he doesn't have a direction for a character that he likes. So I think he lets people go that he actually someone likes still, but doesn't have a spot for him on their roster. So he wants to put them in another promotion, have them as their over person, so they're doing all the legwork for him. Then eventually takes them back as you guys have already all over him. He's beating the system, and people just don't realize it's. I think it's going deeper than what you think.
1: So okay, wow. I mean that that's you just got my brain moving here because now I'm going back to. I'm going back to the Montreal screw job because Will Vincent That was Kukka. the moment. Vince that McMahon. was the moment, right? Vince McMahon Everything changed. did he did that? Yeah. He did that with with uh, with Bret Hart for one simple reason. It was only and, and this story has not changed no matter who tells the story. The story has not changed. Vince McMahon did the Montreal screw job because he would not allow his championship or even the thought of it. To be shown on WCW Nitro. Now you're telling me that he has cracked the code and he found a way to get champions from other promotions to show up on his programming with that title Mm -hmm. to devalue it, right? Mm
2: -hmm. Because because that's what he was
1: afraid was going to happen with the Montreal Mm Screwjob is it would devalue the championship.
2: And so what he does is he sends his own people over there to beat them. Without having to have yeah. any ties to WWE, so if it does, so if in the outside chance that their creative direction, because he's not going to have full creative control, so he knows that if mm. the creative direction doesn't go the way he wants, he can just drop him. But if it goes the way he likes, then he can take him back, and you've done all the hard work for him, like he's done forever. He's done the same exact strategy forever. People just don't don't see it. He's secretly doing these things behind the scenes. People are like, "Oh, he's so dumb." He let wow. Mickie James go. Yeah, now she's the champion of Impact, and now she's going to come to the Royal Rumble as the champion of Impact. And you think she's going to win the Rumble? No. That means that <laughs> no. their best person. <laughs> no. That means that their best person is going to lose. Couldn't do it. They c- couldn't do it. That means that Impact brought over their
0: best female wrestler. Couldn't do it. If I were Vince, to really twist the knife, I'd have her fucking
1: come out number one and eliminated right away. Which could happen because don't don't forget, don't forget, we have Charlotte Flair, the champion of champions, that has already announced she is she is a current champion, putting herself into the Royal Rumble to be the first champion, current champion to win the Royal Rumble, and then uh, and then pick her own opponent. So. You're going to have her already there, which there's no bigger face, in my opinion, even over Roman Reigns. There's no bigger face in WWE than than Charlotte Flair. And um, she may have that opportunity to to really put the boots to Mickie James. If this is the thinking, this is... This is I mean, we're like Ron Jeremy going deep right now, guys. Solid. This makes sense. It's solid.
2: It all makes sense.
0: It will make sense, I think, in the end when we're at WrestleMania sitting up in the stands, not seeing The Rock come out, but seeing oh, some God. Impact champion come out to wrestle. You'll never see Moose.
1: <laughs> You'll never see Moose. You'll never see Moose. Can won't. I say something about no, no, that? No, no, no,
2: you won't. Because to, to complete that, to complete his strategy, he'll never have people come over that aren't already WWE guys.
0: Well, let me, let Think me, about it. Let me say uh, something about yes. Moose. Moose is a WWE-looking guy through and through. He looks like a WWE product. Moose does, but he was on impact. That's what's always blown my mind about Moose, is when you look at him, he looks like somebody who came out of WWE, and he's never been there. So I could see
1: Moose going WWE because he looks like somebody Vince would just be licking his chops over. And Yeah, and this is how that would sound. This is how that would sound. It would it would show up on Vince's desk, and he would you'd say, oh, my God, look at this guy. I could see he's got 205 Cruiserweight written all over him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let me get that guy on main event on Hulu. He'll do so good. <laughs> This is some good shit. He's
2: really going to pop Hulu, let me tell you. <laughs> let's have him run velocity. Uh, Vince, that, that's that been off That's been off air for years. Hmm. You're right.
1: Sunday night heat. Sunday can let's he, have he, can
2: he Sunday
0: host Sunday night- American Gladiators, folks? Can anybody get him to host American Gladiators for me? Vince, that's been canceled for like 20 years. <laughs> God damn it. Somebody come up with something for this guy.
2: I have an idea. Let's restart the XFL. Uh, you already did. <laughs> Vince, you already did twice. You just sold it to The Rock. Let's buy it back from, him. And let's have The Rock Call The Rock out.
1: back. Tell The Rock if he gives me XFL back, he can become the champion again. Tell him. <laughs> Tell <laughs> him. Him, him he know. gets the Somebody belt. Somebody call him.
2: Tell him. I'll, I'll let him take the belt <laughs> off Taker
1: at Mania. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Vince Taker is retired as well. Well, bring him back. Bring well, him back. What's Sting doing? Just what's his old ass up to these back. days? Let's bring back Surfer Sting. You know, you brought up at the first of the show, and I was going to give you shit about it, so I'm going to do it now. The uh, You're just now getting on to the, the micro brawler scene, my friend. It took, it took for them to yeah
0: thing. sell the surfer thing for me to realize that it even existed. I had no idea it was even out there at all. If I had so no Josh, dude, How
1: many of these things do you have? <laughs> I would
0: have I, I would been like when I was a kid collecting those old football helmets you got for 25 cents out of the machine. Yes. And I used to stack all those yeah, helmets yeah. side by. That's what I would do with those micro brawlers, just like I did as a kid with those football helmets. i just stack them one by one. You know, I, Now that I know they're there, I'm probably going to no, be I, buying I, shit out of yeah. these things now. I pre-ordered I my Sting one. one. I got mine sting coming. I pre-ordered. Did you guys get your Sting micro brawl?
1: I'm, I'm pretty proud no. of you right now. No. I'm waiting to see if it comes in the box. I'm looking so, forward to it. Josh, you're telling me. I, Josh, you get the pro wrestling crate. You, you don't have any of these micro brawlers? I have, like, I have like three of them, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, they're, they're kind of hit and miss. Um, sometimes you get like like last year or last month. I think it was Glacier, which I thought was kind of cool. You oh, know, I love Glacier! It's
0: you kind awesome. be
1: you have to be like a nerdy. I'll send you a picture of all the ones I've got. I've got some pretty cool ones. My favorite is J, is Jr. I've got a Jim Ross one. The problem is I have these and I have like half of them in the package and half of them out of the package, and I don't know why. I'm confused on all this, but uh, I do have a blue blazer. Did you get the blue blazer one? The, the Owen Hart one? It must have fallen well, out I'm of try- the box. I'm trying to think of which ones uh, I, I have. I, I got the one
2: from the, the first season. The first uh, box. I No, you know what? I do have the blue memorable. blazer. I do have the blue blazer. Well, I actually think that I threw that one away.
1: I went to the. Um, I fell in the trash. They fell on the tree. I went to my, I went to the top of my house and just huffed it.
2: <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It I don't actually survive? have the. I do not have the blue blazer. No, I'm, I'm just playing. But um, the one we that could
1: possibly be the biggest assholes on microphones. I just hope you guys know that. You know we're the coolest show. one of those nobody, pops. Nobody said we were faces.
2: Some of those, some of those pop, some of those, those little micro brawlers micro are brawlers. hit and miss. But some of them, they absolutely kill it on.
1: Yeah, I agree. You know. Which some one? Are, are the uh, Benoit?
2: The Benoit Chris is a killer? Benoit is by far the, oh, shit. the most killer. It's little small one I've, I've ever, ever. I got one from my whole family. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yo, <bro. laughs> I got one from the whole family. The, <laughs> the Chris
2: Benoit one
0: just kills it. <laughs> it does. <laughs> It looks you like a strangler. Look,
1: Chad, you saw that coming a mile away, didn't you? you I did. I was already one.
0: saying. I was like, he's like, oh, I got one that's killer. I was like, I bet it's a Benoit one, huh? Uh,
1: it's my either... Fa- my favorite one. I really like the the Bret Hart one. That one's pretty cool.
0: Wh- which one is... Uh... <sighs> Do they have any Hogan's out there still? Because I know they used to make these micro brawlers. I know that AEW's not making a Hogan, but did you guys ever get a Hogan micro brawler back in the day from WWE? Yeah.
1: Uh-huh. I the, the, the I had LTN, Hogan everything.
0: Uh, Everything Hogan back in those yeah, days. I feel insane. like these microballers are just a callback to the old days where you used to go into the oh, grocery exactly store yeah. and you get your $0.25 cents in. But now instead of paying $0.25, cents, you're paying $20 for these things. It's insane how expensive they've gotten. Yeah. Um, yeah, And all they are is literally something you would buy out of a machine back in the day. And they're 20 bucks for these things. And here I am as a grown-ass man, almost pushing 40 buying these fuckers like, Oh, I can't yeah. wait to stack them and make them fight.
1: Like it's just ridiculous how well, that's, I'm. That's why you've got to get the crate because in the crate they always have one in there. And the only one I've actually bought outside of getting getting in it from a crate is the Jim Ross one. And just because I'm a total Mark for Jim Ross. Which I wish weird. I was. Kind of feeds into my whole old man thing. I wish I was still I'm in high school, man, by the
0: way. riding a bus, and I could sit in the back seat, tie my Micro Brawler around a, a piece of string, throw it out the window of the bus, and just let the bus drag it behind yeah, me. Of course. Like Napoleon Dynamite. Just mm-hmm. let it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I would it love out. to do that with my micro brawler. It's so bad. Just throw I'll it out. You, I'll send you. I'll do it in my you car.
1: I'll the barber beefcake one and you can do that with him. Do do I will Eagles do that have from large my truck.
2: Talons? <laughs> <laughs> Give me your thoughts.
1: You know, I do have a Ric Flair one, but it, it, it's, it's real awkward because it just takes the other micro brawlers and puts them in a corner and shows them it's stick. It's weird. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I thought I lost my Eddie Guerrero one, and I about had a heart attack.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> I could see that.
0: I could see that. hmm Yeah. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, I had so a... So now we have a Sting one. Now, now, now we have Surfer Sting. <laughs> yeah, I had a heart attack it's available with the... for purchase, folks.
0: If they have a micro brawler like the, you know, I don't know, like uh, the Ultimate Warrior, I'd probably have a heart attack over that one, too.
1: That was nice. That yeah. was not. You tried.
0: I tried. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> this is where you right. You know who else tried? Hey, that's where
1: this joke gets nice. old, Chad. That's uh, you know, CM Punk gave it a good try as well, and uh, oh, bless his heart. We cannot we cannot we cannot continue with this show without talking about what CM Punk tried to do? He tried to beat Wardlow. Bless and his little heart. Uh, let's, let's put this, let's put, okay, let's put our, let's, we, we are, we are, we are 10 years old watching wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, he beat the shit, Wardlow beat the shit out of, out of, oh, fuck him up. CM Punk's hurting today. Yeah, he's hurting today, because there's no way you're taking, what did he take, six power bombs? Eight. One through a table? You know what you're, t- you're not, I'm sorry, did you say eight? Eight power bombs he took. One through I a table. I did not count eight, but eight, eight power bombs, um, there's no way that doesn't feel good. Uh, that, that's horrible. That's hor- He got he got his ass beat. Now, as <clears throat> nearly 40-year-old men watching wrestling, we see now the beauty in that, that he completely put over Wardlow. Because now Wardlow looks like a gall-darn champion. Gold darn it. Gosh darn it, all the heck. He sure does, Bal. Dadgummit, that stinking Wardlow looks like a doll darn champion <laughs> if I've ever seen one. <laughs> Dang. Oh, uh, he did, didn't he? And I mean, does he... Is he not in that light now? Can we not see him wearing at least a TNT title?
0: How about that first powerbomb, right? You saw that first one come. You're like, all right, CM Punk will roll out of that, and he'll get back to being CM Punk. Then number two came, and then he wasn't getting back up, and you're like, is this really happening? And then the crowd was booing that second powerbomb. You could hear the crowd. They were all booing at it. And and I'm like, if he powerbombs him a third time, I'm going to fucking love it. Like I know it. If he, if he can pull off a third power bomb, I'm going to I'm going to jizz all over myself. I'm going to pop in my living room. And uh, when oh that third God, one came, ball dude, ball. I was like, I was coming when that third one came. That w- had me saying, mm. "Do it mm. again." And you know what happened to the crowd? The crowd started chanting one more time. So he, he was winning the crowd with those power bombs. CM Punk was
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Look beat up. But then it was a small package roll
1: up and I wasn't disappointed, but a lot of people were those people are out of their mind because I I thought it was a terrific match. I want to hear Josh. I Josh's loved everything though. about it. I yeah I, I want to hear Josh as well. I want to hear this. I I think <laughs> this is this this
0: is great for Warlow.
2: I think that oh, yes, giving Warlow this the, this push, I think is gonna definitely gonna set him because I think I think they're they're, they're always putting Warlow over as he's this unstoppable force. But I, I it seems like everybody they keep putting him up against. You're like yeah 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 yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And now, finally, they, they, they almost kind of had him run through a local champion. You know what I mean? It was almost like a Brock Lesnar, John Cena-mania moment. You know? Warlow definitely, Warlo definitely ran the match.
0: Were you guys surprised or shocked to see that CM Punk took that many power bombs? At his age, even. Like, usually yeah, young guys do that shit. Definitely,
1: they are definitely setting up something between him and MJF. And, and I think it's yeah. going to happen sooner than later.
0: Yeah. For the bell. I was just completely blown away that I saw that CM Punk took that many power bombs. It just blew my mind that CM Punk was like running down with the creative team and was like, You're gonna take eight power bombs. How do you feel about that? And he was Cool, let's make it happen. <laughs> like I just yeah, it, it to me, this is just one of those moments that you can say for CM Punk, like, Thank you, dude. Like you you're not you're not fucking Hogan, you're not Macho Man. You're not Sid Vicious, yeah. you're not uh, Diesel, you're, you're not those guys that went over to WCW and said, I will never fucking take another bump again. I will always be champion, I will be dominant. Like, CM Punk didn't do that. He didn't come over and say, I'm going to be the dominant guy here. Like, he's saying, I will take my fucking bumps and
1: do my dues. And I love it. I love. I mean, it. he did still get the W. He yeah. did still win. The old Wiley veteran still protected the record, Yep. Uh, as he should. But uh, no, it, it, man, I was I was impressed all the way through. Um, speaking of returns, Lance, Ar- Lance Archer is back. The best thing he could have de- he could have done for his career is uh, take a little break, go over to Japan, let us forget about him for a little bit. I'm a little sad that I'm not seeing Jake the Snake with him, um, but it makes sense. Jake was given a little shine. Jake was making him look a little little too baby face. So it makes sense now that he would be uh, paired up with Dan Lambert. Makes complete sense to me. You need it you need these heels. You need these disgusting heels to go up against Adam Hangman Page. And right now MJF's busy, so uh, it makes a lot of sense to me. I'm excited to see where it's going. We're moving forward, folks. One thing that I have to say before we have before we close this thing down tonight, is it just me, or has Adam Cole shrunk? He does look smaller. I mentioned this on text to you guys. This guy looks tiny. He looks itty bitty. He does, and and I don't I don't remember seeing him that small. In, and I know he's really touchy about that. So I would love to have him on the show so I could tell him how itty bitty he is because I mean he's itty bitty. But um, he's, he's like M- Alan Jackson, and too. Yeah, I'm it's sure he the would. The, the round stuff, a- a- the smallest
2: champ
0: around.
1: I'll, I'll take I'll take There's a bump no from Adam up. Up. Cole. There's I'll let no no him hit me. There's no way he could. I'll let him hit me. I'll bring him in close. I'll take it like a man, but I'll let him hug him. I'll embrace him, and then I'll just fall. Like With I said. Large individuals, is what I'm saying.
2: Mid-Carter for life. Mid-Carter. Mm-hmm.
0: Hey, wasn't Rampage kind of missing something this week for you guys? Roman Reigns. It, mm. No, they didn't give us the hook. <laughs> they didn't, give us, the, they didn't give, give us the hook, guys. In there. No hook. I know, no hook. No hook this week, and that That's was a, a disappointment. good point.
1: You bring up a really good point, because I don't... Hook is definitely as... as Maybe even smaller than Adam Cole, but I don't see him that way. No, he's not. Painted Why is that it? Way. What is happening with Adam Cole to where I see him this way? He looks like a bobblehead to me. The guy's head looks like because 15 it's feet who. Wide.
2: That's who you're teamed up with. Okay, you got. You literally, when they have him in the ring, they're trying to put him with all the other big stars, but really, all it does is show how small he is. Okay, you have Hook yeah. Wrestling hometown yeah. champions. Ain't no one's going to know They're not going to pick Fucking someone Warlow size To go in there And fight Hook They're fighting smaller You know people I think Adam Cole and Hook Are probably pretty close To the same size Yeah, yeah Adam yeah, Cole might are. Honestly Adam Cole Might even be smaller Than Hook Truthfully
1: He's he His, his frame Is just Super super he's small He's an itty bitty baby I mean <laughs> Yeah he's wearing An extra small shirt Bree Baker he's, is bigger I mean, Than he Baker's is And having... she's a small woman Rip Baker is taking his cotton shirts, and she's like, "Okay, here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna cut the sleeves off because it's gonna make you a little a little bigger, sweetheart. Okay, stop talking. Eat your eat your, eat your Cheerios. <laughs> and then once I'm done with that, did you find your toy, sweetie? I'm gonna put it in the I'm gonna put it in the dryer for about an hour, and I'm gonna shrink this bitch to an extra small because then it's gonna you know might make you feel a little better about yourself. And uh-huh. he's like, "All right, uh-huh. thank I got you, mom, you a child's bike. medium. Like, Tell me, mom, that's weird. Child's <laughs> medium, yes, a a, a chill medium."
2: Is what he's, we're medium. he's wearing he's wearing 22 month clothes right now 22 month old clothes
0: They're <laughs> getting harder <laughs> he's to really find He's wearing
2: the
0: 20 well, well, you guys make fun though? I'm super over on the guy what though Every time he his, his entrance is what makes me over on him But as soon as the bell rings I'm done right there I'm over the whole I'm over on Adam Cole He comes out He does a shtick He does the boom And then he gets up and goes Adam Cole baby But as soon as I hear Ding 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 Okay this little guy <laughs> Oh he's so cute you know he he's only yeah, big during, during his, his entrance, great entrance. But it was, as soon as that bell rings, he shrinks
1: like five inches. Yeah, I, and I think that's what's kind of get what's kind of losing me with him is. Uh, do you, okay? Do you remember you remember in, in NXT when he had that he the, he had oh, the he war games match with uh, with Pat McAfee? He just Pat McAfee towered over him, but it didn't seem like Adam Cole was that small. I don't know. I'm talking a lot, or, about or his, his matches with and, uh, Johnny
0: Wrestling, like uh, those those matches. Johnny Wrestling is a, is a big dude. Johnny Gargano. he's a tall guy. Yeah, yeah Johnny Gargano a big, yeah. not big, but he's a t- he was taller than Adam Cole. But when I watched those matches between the two of them, I never felt like Cole was small. But then you get then you get the best friends, and you got uh, you know these guys like the, the dude he wrestled this week. Mm-hmm. Um, what the fuck is his name? Trent Beretta. Trent's huge, and oh, Trent yeah, was yeah. just. Trent just made him look so damn small. in 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 a real world scenario, Trent, right? Trent's going to win that match in a
1: real world scenario every fucking time, you know. So it's, you know, is what it is. Well, they were they compare him, and we've done it too. Compared him to Shawn Michaels, and you know the thing is with Shawn Michaels, the guy looks small compared to all the monsters he was wrestling with, but the guy isn't small at all. Uh, tiny, tiny dude is the old Adam Cole. And uh, I guess we have decided once again on this show that we are heels. We are not baby faces. We have chosen how we're going to be. So whether you're heel or baby face, you do you.
0: This has been a DogCast production.